Blog Talk Radio. Take the opportunity to say good evening, good evening to each and every one. Glad to be in the presence of God one more time. Amen. It's so great, you know, to be in God's presence. Uh, the, the most important thing is that we don't do anything real good or real great that God has to wake us in the morning to allow our golden moments to roll on just a little while longer. He don't. He don't have to do it, but because of his love and his grace and mercy that he has for us, uh, he wakes us with a finger of love each and every morning. I don't know how you feel about it, but the Bible said this is the day that the Lord has made and that we should rejoice and be exceedingly glad. And I'm very glad this afternoon to be in this day. Amen. Praise God. We're going to read in your hearing, amen, this afternoon, just uh, a scripture, a favorite scripture of mine. It says, Make a joyful noise unto the Lord, all ye land. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know ye that the Lord, he is God. It is he that had made us, and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Mm, hallelujah. Enter into his gate with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Be thankful unto him and bless his name, for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting, and his truth endure to all generations. Amen. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we're grateful and thankful once more and again unto you, O God, that you allow us to get on this radio station, dear God, and and to preach an adulterated word, dear God, that somebody might hear, dear God, somebody might run, come and run and say, what must I do to be saved, dear God? God, we just pray that you would intervene with us this afternoon, that you would join in with us, O God, as we honor you this afternoon through your word, dear God. Oh, God, that your name will get the glory on and all of the praise. We pray now, God, that you touch everyone that's on this line, dear God. Oh, Lord, we just pray that you touch them and bless them, dear God, in each and every way, dear God, because each one of them got different ways, dear God. We just pray, God, that as they pray, that you will reach out and bless them, dear God. Lord, we thank you. Lord, I pray that you forgive me all my sins. I cry out that your mercy be upon my soul. But I ask, Lord, that you would take a hold of my heart, take control of my mind and my tongue again, dear God, and use me for your glory, that your name will get the glory, honor, and all of the praise that's due unto you. In Jesus' mighty name, 
Amen. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. Got a whole half hour. Got a little time this afternoon. But those of you that want to follow along this afternoon, we're going to be talking out of the book of St. Mark. St. Mark, the 11th chapter. Amen. And we're going to start uh, somewhere around verse 21. And we're going to read down uh, to verse 26. The Bible here says, starting with verse 21, And Peter called to remembrance, said unto him, Master, be be the, the root. Behold, the fig tree which thou cursed is withered away. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Have faith in God, for verily I say unto you that whosoever Say unto this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he said shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he said it. Therefore I say unto you, What things soever ye desire when ye pray, believe that ye receive them, and that ye shall have them. And when ye stand praying, forgive if you have aught against any, that your Father also, which is in heaven, may forgive you of your trespasses. But if not, if not, ye not, your Father neither will forgive you of your trespasses. We want to talk to you a little bit from a subject. Ask what you want. Ask what you want. Oftentimes we we find people that will go around talking about uh, about I ask God for this and I ask God for that. Uh, a lot of times when people want to ask God for anything, most of the time it's all about I, 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 I. Lord, will you give me this? Lord, will you do that for me? Will you uh, 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 lead me here? Or will you get me a better job? Lord, will you do these things for me? Very rarely do uh, folk uh, pray and ask the Lord, Lord, what can I do for you? Lord, what would you have me to do? A lot of times we talk to folk and they say, I pray all the time, but it seems like God's got something against me. It seems like I just can't get an answer. Uh, it looks like my guests can't get my prayers through to him. Uh, nothing happens, I, I, but I pray all the time, but nothing happens. But I share with you this afternoon that we got to be in the right standards with God uh, in order for God to uh, uh, hear us and to answer us. Uh, we got to be in the right standing, and a lot of times, you know, we don't be in the right standing with God. And, and God is not going to answer if we're not in the right standards of righteousness with him. Uh, oftentimes, as we uh, ask God, as I shared earlier, it's all about us. I, I, I. But God wants us to talk to him about things concerning the kingdom. He said he already know what you and I stand in need of. Matthew chapter 6, verse 33, he said he already know what we stand in. But he said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and my righteousness, and all other things will be added unto you. See, well, a lot of times when we're down on our knees and we're asking and, 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 and it's all about us, a lot of times, see, we don't get no answer because he already said that these things, if you seek the kingdom, that these things will automatically be added unto you. Amen. Praise God. And, and, and a lot of times, most of the time, uh, we don't seek the kingdom of God for the things that we stand in need of to do for him. Amen. But one of the great things that we have to know and, and, and that we have to do, we have to have faith in God. Amen. In order to get our prayers through, I mean, we can ask what we want, but uh, only if we got faith in God. Amen. Y'all know what faith is. Faith is the subject, thing, uh, a subject of things hoped for, evidence of things not seen. In other words, it says if you see it, then it's not faith. 
Amen. Uh, you got to be able to believe it before you receive it. Amen. No sooner than you, when you begin to get the thought of praying for it, you got to believe that that which what I ask God for, He's gonna do it for me. Amen. You see, the Bible says that uh, if you got faith just but the size of a grain of a mustard seed, it, it says that you can ask what you want and you can receive it if you just have the faith. Amen. A lot of times we ask people to do that. Have faith. You ask everybody. Everybody jump up and down and say, I got faith. I got faith. But then when something happens, when something go wrong in their life, when something go wrong in their families and, and things of that nature, the first thing they do is they begin to cry and weep and they begin to ask God, God, why me? Why did you let this happen to me? Why did you let that happen to me? But the first thing that we ought to be thinking about doing is falling on our bending knees and we have to begin to thank God. Amen. And, 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 and thank God for what, Joan? Thank God that he did intervene into this thing and that whatever Satan means for my bad, that he'll make it for my good. Amen. Hallelujah. You see, because faith talks that way. Faith will cause these types of things to take place. Faith is so strong until it reaches the highest mountain and go down to the deepest valley if we would just exercise our faith. You see, exercising our faith, praying in faith. Amen. Hallelujah. Sometimes you have to get off to yourself, and you may have to pray in tongues a little bit to God. Amen. Uh, in order to get what you need. Amen. You see, because when we pray in tongues, a lot of times that confuses the devil, and he don't know what in the world we're talking about. God, he knows what we're talking about. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Ask what you want and you can receive it, but you got to exercise in your faith. Amen. Uh, in order to do these things, again, we got to be believers. Amen. we got to get out doubt. See, doubt will kick in. Uh, uh, and when doubt kicks in, it'll, it'll cause us not to receive what we ask God for. I just want to share an instance with you that happened just some days ago to me. Uh, I'm an amputee person on both legs, uh, right and left. And, 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 and I was out there on my lawnmower getting ready to cut some grass, and then when I cranked the mower, we drove off about 30 feet, and I used my scooter to get me around outside. And, 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 and the lawnmower cut off, and I began to ask God, I said, God, how in the world am I going to get back to this scooter? And I began to ask him to help me to get back to the scooter. When I called on the name of God, I, I believed it, that he was going to help me to get back to the scooter. But when I stood up and I began to walk, I began to look at the distance, and I began to stumble. And, 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 and then I went back to the drawing board. And I began to, after sitting there for about 10 minutes, reason with myself how I was going to get to the scooter. And I began to talk to God about it again. And I told God that I trust that he's going to uh, help me. He'll hold me by my hand and guide me to that scooter. When I got to talking with God about that time, we stood on our feet and we began to walk to the scooter. I could see him there with his hand stretched. I said, come, John, come. Amen. See, uh, 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 the doubt caused me to fall. But when 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 I held on to my faith and believed that he was there to help me and that he was going to help me to get back to that scooter, everything worked it out. Worked out just fine. He said all things work together for the good of them that love him and is called according to his purpose. Amen. Praise God. Romans eight twenty eight. Amen. But in order for us to ask things and receive things from God, we got to get rid of our doubt. Amen. And, and, and see, a lot of times we get that because sometimes we don't know the word of God. And, and, and see, a lot of times we pray, but we pray to misses because we do not pray back to God what he had already said. See, it's all written in this book, this land's book of life, this thing that we call the Bible. Amen. When we talk to God, we have to be able to talk to him concerning the scriptures. Because these folk in the in the Bible had experienced things that we had been through. That's why I'm here this afternoon sharing with you that you can ask what you want and receive it from God. Amen. But you gotta have faith and you gotta get rid of your doubt. Amen. And, and, and you got to know how to talk to God. Uh, I watched a TV show some days ago, uh, uh, Judge Mathis, and, and a young man was on there, and, and when he would call 
uh, the judge, he would call him his bro. And Judge Mathis began to tell him that he's not judge, that he's not his bro, but he's, uh, and, and, and I said in that passage to say this, a lot of times when we get ready to go to God and ask God for things, a lot of times we go to God and we try to talk to him like we talk to our friends and our buddies. But when we want something from God, when we want to ask what we want from God, we got to talk God talk. Amen. Hallelujah. Somebody ought to give him praise on that this afternoon. Not only uh, shall we do that, but uh, I talked about earlier, a lot of times we got to be in the right standard with God. Amen. See, a lot of times we're not in the right standard with God. See, if you ask everybody, do they love everybody? Everybody said they love everybody. Amen. Uh, you you can't find folks that said that they don't love everybody. If you ask them, have you forgiven everybody? A lot of times they'll say, yeah, I forgave so-and-so, but uh, I got another one that I haven't forgiven, and it looked like I just can't forgive them because you just don't know what they've done to me. Amen. You don't know what they said about me, how they treated me. But I come by to tell you this afternoon, in order to ask for anything this afternoon, you you got to have your forgiveness right. Amen. I know people say that I don't hold no grudge against nobody, but when we look back over our mind, if we don't watch it, we'll find that we're holding grudge against somebody. And that's why our prayers is not getting off the ground. That's why we're not getting the answer to when we ask what we want from God. That's why we uh, uh, can't receive this thing. It's because of our trespasses, you see. But if we're able to forgive our friends and our buddies and, and, and strangers and things of that nature, uh, if we're able to forgive them when they say things wrong about us or do something wrong for against us, if we're able to forgive them, then we can ask what we want and receive it from God. Come on, give God a hand, clap of praise. Hallelujah. For he's worthy of all praises. Hallelujah. But then he he, he is already written here in, in, in Mark's gospel. Mark, he begins to tell us what's going to happen if we don't forget. See, Mark says it, it says it here in verse 25, and when you stand praying, believe that you receive them. And if you have arts against any of them, ask your father to forgive them. And if you don't ask for forgiveness, it says for their trespasses, it says then that your father in heaven will not forgive us of our trespasses. Amen. In other words, when we walk in, amen, uh, in unforgiveness, we can bet for sure that we're not going to get nothing from God. Amen. Uh, because we have a God that is a forgiving God. When his son hung on the cross and his uh, our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, as he hung up on the cross, one of the things, one of the things that he shouted out is, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. You see, and we got to be the same way. See, when we are new creatures in Christ, when, when, when we have that love of Christ biting down on the inside of us, we, go, we don't want to walk around and hate nobody. We don't want to walk around the whole unforgiveness against nobody. But we want to be able to love everybody, and we want to be able to fall on our knees and ask God whatever we please to ask of him, and we expect to get an answer from God. But, you know, uh, 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 back back here just but a month ago, a few weeks back, matter of fact, we celebrated the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord and Savior. The Bible said that uh, when we celebrated it, it started on Good Friday. It said that uh, uh, Pilate uh, come on Good Friday and apprehended Jesus and carried him into the courts. Amen. And the Bible says that as he got him into the courts, he began to question Jesus. And he began to tell Jesus what he's going to do to him. But Jesus was there for a purpose and a reason. He was there to make way that we could ask what we want and receive it. And and, 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 and Pilate told him that what he would do to him, but Pilate, he turned around and told Pilate, he said, nothing can you do to me except my Father in heaven allow you to do it. And then it went on from there. The Bible says they carried him in and they got an old purple robe and put it around his shoulder. And it said that they spit on him and slapped him upside his head, but it didn't stop there. But the Bible says that they got a crown wreath and pressed it down around his skull. Some people said that it was 72 
thrones in it. But I, as I read this Bible, it didn't say how many thrones was in it, but it did say that it pressed it down around his skull and blood began to run down amongst his cheeks, amen. But it didn't stop right there. Somebody ought to say, Lord, have mercy, but then we ought to cry the word, thank you, God. Hallelujah. And it didn't stop there. They took him out and carried him out to a whipping post, and they began to thread his flesh. The Bible says that they threaded his flesh to no recognition. In other words, we couldn't tell exactly who he was any longer. But he got a whole wooden cross and placed it upon his shoulders and marched him to the hills of Calvary. The Bible says that he carried that cross to the hills of Calvary, thinking about the sins of this old world. Every so often, they were so heavy that he'd fall down under the weight of them, but they, he would get back up because he knew that you and I one day was going to have to act some things that we might want and, and that we might have to uh, exercise our faith in it. He got back up, but the Bible says he got up, he set that cross to the, the hills of Calvary, laid it down on the hill, laid his body stretched right down on it, they nailed him in his hands, they spiked him down around his feet, and they raised him up on that old worthy cross. The Bible said this was all done for you and I. Amen. Uh, that we even will have the right to the tree of life from everlasting to everlasting, but it was done for you and I. Hallelujah. This afternoon, I just want to share with you, exercise your faith in God, and you'll be able to act some things, amen. Uh, get rid of your doubts, amen, that you have, amen, because the God I serve is able to do it. She's abundant above all I could think of or imagine. But and get your forgiveness right. The Bible says that he hung on that old cross and he hung there for the sixth to the ninth hour. And said that by and by he gave up the ghost, amen. And as he gave up the ghost, he began to say that it was finished. And after he said that it was finished, he he he, he locked his head over in the loops of his shoulder, amen. And he died, but they said they took him down and put him in a void tomb that as he laid there on Friday night and somewhere between Saturday night, he went down in the pits the Bible said he defeated Satan down there, but it didn't stop right there. But the Bible said that early on the third day morning, it said that the ground got to moving around. And our Jesus, our Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ, said that he came forth, amen, as pure gold, with all power in his hands. Uh, the Bible says that as he had power in his hands, not only did he have power, but he gave power unto you and I, uh, 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 that we could have power too, that, that we can fall down there and we can ask what we want from God, and we can receive it. Here in this pericope, as Peter uh, and, and, and Dr. Mark began to write, they wrote, and to let us know that we can act for anything that we might want or desire, because he said he'll even give us the desires of our heart. But we got to have faith. We got to get rid of doubt. We got to have our forgiveness right. And I believe without a shadow of doubt that our God will come through for us. Not sometime, but I believe he'll come all the time. All we got to do is exercise it and follow the recipe. You might be on this form this afternoon and you might not, not know this Jesus that we talk about. Amen. This one that hung, bled, and died that we would have the right to the tree of life. Not just have it, but have it from everlasting to everlasting. Uh, you might not know this Jesus that we're talking about, we, but we're here to let you know you can get to know this Jesus this afternoon. If, if Jesus come right now and, 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 and you feel that you won't go back with him, then you might want to throw up your hands and say, here am I. Amen. The Bible says it this way. It's not hard to be saved. It, 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 says, it says it like this. In Romans chapter 8, I mean chapter 10, it says, it with verse 8. It says, but says it. The word is not thee, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shall believe with thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Amen. I mean, that's, it's just that easy. Amen. It's just that easy. Amen. Don't let the night fall and you not be saved. Amen. Because you don't know the time nor the hour that he might show up and call you from this or earth. So I encourage you tonight that if you don't know this Jesus, you want to get to know him this afternoon. 
Amen. Hallelujah. God bless you. May heaven continue to smile upon you. I'm going to turn the service back over now to Apostle Mercer and put it back in her hand. Hallelujah. Thank you for being on with me. Yes. Pastor Jones, can you give yes. us your full name and your church phone number? My, my, my full name is John Arthur Jones, Pastor John Arthur Jones. My full phone number is 804-436-385. And our pastor is a little church called Christ Miracle. We're on every Sunday morning at 9 o'clock. If you want to join in with us, all you have to do is dial 712-432-3900. That's 712-432-3900. And our code is 499-007. And our time is 9 o'clock on Sunday morning. And join in. And if you want to send out uh, a gift, amen, you can send it to John Jones 170. And I shall receive it. Dollar sign, John Jones 170. God bless you. I love you. And I pray that you'll continue to pray for me that God will answer us as we ask for what we need. And before we close out, could you offer them the plan of salvation, please? Will there be one tonight that will come and tell God, here am I, come in my heart and save me? Will that be just one woman, one man, one boy or girl that will bold enough to throw up both hands and say, here am I, I need to be saved. Will that be just one that will ask God to come into their heart and save them? See, the Bible says it's a mouth thing and it's a heart thing. Uh, with the mouth, it says that man, amen, uh, he makes a confession unto being saved. And with the heart, he believed unto salvation. What do he believe, Jones? He believed that Christ died and that he rose again on the third day morning. Amen. And, and it's just easy and simple as that. But then the Bible also goes to say, like the thief on the cross, it says that whosoever calls upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. But I encourage you not to wait till then. But do it right now. Amen. Would that be just one? One woman, one man, one boy, one girl. Look in Romans chapter 10. And again, you'll find these words starting at verse 8. But what says it? The word is mighty, even in thy mouth and in thine heart. That is the word of faith which we do preach. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, see, the mouth makes the confession, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thine heart that God had raised him from the dead. It says that thou shall be saved, and there's no other way that a man can be saved unto righteousness. Except God first drawing. Matthew. John chapter 6. Amen. Amen and amen. Thank you so much. Amen. Thank you, Apostle Mercer. Don't forget now, on next month, I get back on on uh, Tuesday, the second Tuesday next month. Okay, that's the second Tuesday of every month. Everybody call in and listen to Pastor Jones from 7 o'clock to the 8 o'clock on uh, the second Tuesday of every month. Thank you. Thank you.
tears may bring.
Melody by Bishop Carlton Pierce. I know that you enjoy listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. As I said before, we play all types of music from Pentecostal, Apostolic, Baptist, Contemporary, uh, Gospel. The list just goes on. So I want you to just sit back and relax. If you would like to write us, our P.O. Box is 9786. That's P.O. Box 9786. Baltimore, Maryland, 21284. Again, that's Baltimore, Maryland, 21284, the Five Full Ministries. Let us just enjoy a little bit more of uh, Bishop Carlton Pierce. Amen. Look at somebody say, my soul is happy. Just talking about the Lord. Yeah. making this up, folks. This is the way I was raised. And we're going to be through after all, but we go on. We didn't even start the altar call at midnight. And we didn't have any place else to go anyway, so we just stayed there. And most of them didn't have television in, in their homes, and the ones that did didn't want nobody to know it. So. lingering in the presence of the Lord and just singing. We sing the same song over for almost an hour. We just pass it down. One person take it, one person take it, till everybody gets falling out. And that's all we had. We didn't drink. We didn't get high on drugs. We didn't get high on alcohol. So all we had was the Holy Ghost.
we have just discord not only in our families, in our neighborhood, in our community, but in our state. We just have to keep praying. We have to fast and turn that plate over and say, God, even if it's a breakfast or lunch or even a dinner, say, God, I just want to pray during this time of a spiritual fasting where I can go into that intercourt, where I can go into the veil of God, where I can receive the outpouring and the fresh anointing of his Holy Spirit. So let us go in again, as we always talk about going into the inner court and going behind the veil. Let us listen to the Chicago Mass Choir as we get ready to wrap up our broadcast for this evening. Again, you've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry Broadcast. Amen. Chicago Mass Choir says, pack it up now, because we're going with Jesus all the way. No other way should you go except to go with Jesus. I'm telling you, it is very hard. It is very difficult when you move out and do things on your own. You need to help where you can go with Jesus all the way. Yes, you can. It's the best way to go. It's when you can turn it over and go with Jesus. Again, we thank you for listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. We are going to listen to another hymn before we close out. And I would encourage you that if you do not know God in the pardon of your sin, that you need to call on him and say, God, come into my heart and fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me, God, so I can go all the way for you. God bless you again, and let us sit back and enjoy another choir. Amen.
Yes, that songwriter says that God would not come down off the cross because he is giving us a chance for eternal life. We just got to know that if all else fail, we just got to praise him, we got to reverence him, and we got to believe that God is still in peace. God bless you again. You've been listening to the Fivefold Ministry broadcast. I'm your host, Apostle Margie Mercer, and please listen to us all through the week from 7 o'clock to 8 o'clock p.m. on this Eastern Standard Time here in United States. And remember now, like Bishop S.Y. Younger said, that your storm is passing over. You know why? Because God is still in control. God bless you. God bless you and be blessed. Hallelujah. You know the storm is passing over. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah. You know the storm is passing over. You know the Guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.